Have you failed NCLEX? Are you afraid of failing NCLEX someday? Today, I'm introducing you to Dr. Lakeisha Foster, a nursing professor who also specializes in helping students finally pass the NCLEX. Whether you failed NCLEX 10 years ago or only last month, there are things you can do to still become a nurse. No matter what situation you're in, I know you're going to hear a lot of valuable and useful nuggets of wisdom today. Enjoy today's episode. Welcome to the Navigating Nursing School podcast. I'm your guide, Nurse Nicole Whitworth from YourNursingTutor.com, and this is the podcast where I encourage real nursing and pre-nursing students just like you that you can study less, live more, and still tackle nursing school with confidence. As a professional nursing tutor with over 14 years experience, a homeschooling mom to six kids, and happily married for 18 years, my family is on a mission to give you the mentorship and support you so desperately crave so that nursing school is never the thing that stops you from living your dream of making a difference, helping others, and saving lives as a future nurse. It's an honor to join you on your nursing journey as I share the same raw, unfiltered advice that helps the members of my VIP tutoring program move forward to achieve their nursing school goals faster. Through this podcast, you'll get to hear real tutoring consults I do with real nursing and pre-nursing students, conversations and interviews I have with top nurses and nursing school experts, and I'll even share strategy and mentorship tips that will make nursing school easier for you, all without telling you to study harder or do more NCLEX style practice questions. You can be successful in nursing school and still live your everyday life, and I can help you through your nursing tutor. Today, I'm really excited to be interviewing my friend and colleague, Nurse Lakeisha Foster. Lakeisha and I met a few months ago at a business conference and immediately connected over our love for helping nursing students. She also happens to be a nursing professor, and she also proves that despite what it sometimes feel like when you're a nursing student, there actually are a lot of nursing instructors out there who genuinely care and want to help you succeed. And Lakeisha is definitely one of them. Uh, And also, if you like my style of tutoring, like you've listened to the podcast for a while or been seeing my videos on TikTok, um, if you like that style, then, you know, I know you're going to love Nurse Lakeisha's style too. So uh, Nurse Lakeisha also has a doctor of nursing practice. She specializes in psychiatric mental health and has her certification in that. And before that, she is, another thing she has in common with me is that nursing is her second degree. Uh, She has a previous degree in her multiple previous degrees, our bachelor's in biology and a master in public health. So welcome to the show today, Lakeisha. So glad to have you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Yeah. So why don't we start by uh, sharing a little bit about your nursing journey and why you decided to kind of change tracks and become a nurse? Okay. Well, I'll start with what you said about changing tracks. So I actually began my career life um, headed to medical school. And even before that, I was doing a lot of humanitarian mission work. So my mind and heart have always been in the medical missions or kind of that world. Mm-hmm. And I decided not to go to medical school. Um, I was accepted and it just wasn't the right time. So I pursued my, I prefer, pursued education. I was a teacher and I really enjoyed that life. And I did my master's in public health and I enjoyed getting to use that. And after a season of really praying and fasting and talking to God, I felt really clear. Um, I woke up actually in nursing school. 
Like you woke up in nursing school. I always say nursing school was at the top of my list of places I would not go. I didn't want to ever be a teacher and I didn't ever want to be a nurse. And well, here we are. There you go. You <laughs> know, it's funny it's because I needed to be. Yeah. Before I met my husband, I always said I never wanted to marry somebody who is in the clergy or in the military. And when I met him, he was in the military. And then after he got out of the military, he went full time as a pastor. So I was like, <laughs> sometimes God has those plans that just turn us up on our head, right? <laughs> Very much so. so yeah, I definitely um, had God's leading into this aspect of my, all aspects, really, I would say truly have trusted the Lord since I was really young. So I would say that's what got me into this phase of my life. Um, nursing was a leading. I'm happy I, I decided to follow. Yeah. That's wonderful. So what did you do when you woke up one day and were in nursing school? <laughs> it really was like that. I, I truly feel like that. Like I sit here and I'm like, how did that happen? Like I remember praying and then. And then the next, um, yeah. Yep. So, so the question was, how did I feel or what it was like? Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so I went to a, a, a really rigorous, I went through a really rigorous program um, and it was intense. It required everything I had and more so it required my relationship with God. I know I keep referencing him, um, but that's really what it took for me. It was extremely grueling. I did a 14-month program. So it wasn't like I had two years and time and all the things that people normally have to support them. And, and so for me, I, I needed all of the help I could get to persevere. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was my relationship with God that really made the difference for the intensity of the program I was in. And nursing school is already intense. So imagine doing it in a year. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was with you there in the accelerated. I did an accelerated second degree bachelor's program. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so did you go straight for your DNP after that? Or did you work for a while? I worked for a while. And then God started talking to me about becoming a, you know, going to education again and being a professor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no sooner than he started to talk to me about that, um, I, I started working as a professor. I got an opportunity to interview for um, uh, an amazing role as a professor. And now I'm a faculty member and I got my DMP as part of that process of transitioning into the academic world. Oh, how wonderful. So did well, you retransitioning, I should say, because I was in the academic role before, but at the, um, at the university level. Okay, wonderful. And did you start out teaching mental health nursing or did you do yes. that? Yes. Yes. It's always been my passion, period. I, I feel like I discovered it in nursing school, like, oh, where have you been all my life? Oh. It, just, it was just really, but I, I was more amused about it, like interested and curious. I don't think I actually entertained fully that I was going to become a psychiatric mental health nurse. Mm-hmm. And then that ended up being where my first rotation was. I, I went and visited um, the unit that I was curious about. And next thing I knew, I was working there and it was <laughs> definitely the right specialty for me. Wonderful. So I'm noticing a pattern in your life of where you're sort of maybe thinking about something and then you just wake up and it's there. <laughs> I know. Kind of, and, it's, it's, and it's part of like this continuing conversation that I have with God. Like he'll mention something or I'll start to get a sense of, you know, we'll start this conversation. And as I continue to follow him or listen to him, or as we continue to talk, I wake up. With someone, it does feel a little bit like that. Like, oh, oh, we're here. We're doing this. Okay. Yes. Yeah, well, I think that's probably a testament to your faith journey of like just trusting him and making moves as he prompts you, which is 
amazing. So that's exciting. It can be scary. I think at times, I don't know if the scary part is what resonates with me so much as the excitement of it. It's been quite the adventure, to be honest. I don't know. People maybe think God is boring. It's been so much fun. Oh my gosh, it is. I I think because we've had a similar journey in our lives over the past many years and, um, not always nursing related per se, but just in our, just in the lives, cause it's all connected. Right. Mm-hmm. And I definitely find that the scary part for me personally, usually comes from the recognizing that I have to let go of control of what I perceive as my control. <laughs> if I don't care about controlling the situation, then there's nothing to worry about. Cause God's in control. But it's like, when I want to do it my way that I'm like, Oh, I don't know about that. God. <laughs> me terrified. <laughs> oh yeah. It's terrifying. And then it's just like, okay, I give up. Let's do it your way. And then it ends up being fun. So yeah. Adventure of a lifetime. Oh yeah. That's how we started your nursing tutor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, one thing I was thinking of too, when you were talking about that, that I don't think I told you this, but, um, I, or I may have told you that my background was in clinical psychology. I probably shared that with you. Um, but I had my master's in clinical psychology, thought I was going to be a, a clinical psychologist and then, um, met my husband. But when I was in nursing school, the mental health nursing class, of course, really appealed to me because of my background and my instructor, my, um, who was also certified in, um, you know, psychiatric, psychiatric mental health. She was actually one of my most important mentors in nursing school and um, meant so much to me, helped me learn to advocate for myself and really um, kind of took me by the hand and under her wing for a few things that were going on in the nursing school and helped me guide, guide me through it. So I have a special place in my heart for mental health nursing too. That's precious. I think one of my professors had a similar role. They weren't teaching mental health, but I think they had a mental health background and they were also just a mentor and just kind to me in nursing school. It goes such a long way. Oh, so much so. Yeah. We definitely need more mentorship in nursing school, which is why that's one of the big things I always do with my VIP jury members. Amazing. So how did you first become involved in helping nursing students? Um, This is one thing we connected over when we were, when we first met. Um, is your how you've helped students pass NCLEX, especially those students who have failed one or more times. So how did you get started with that? Yes, I was, um, again, this was a, a very God-led experience because this was not something I was necessarily looking to do or um, I was invited to assist a student to pass their NCLEX, to prepare for their NCLEX. And the situation was, you know, there had been several failures not one, not two, more than, more, not three, several attempts. Um, and the student's commitment was just so evident. And that's such an important ingredient in any kind of success. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, so if we were to make it a recipe, that what became um, just a, a dynamic, powerful recipe was the willingness of a student to, to get the help, the commitment to do the work, and then the expertise of a coach who listens, not just saying stuff, but like listens to where the need is and assisting the student to really understand where the breakdown was and to relate to all of it in a way that empowers them as opposed to defines them. And that's not so much the tangible piece I think that people think of. I think people really focus on 
is this a priority uh, setting framework? Is this yes. <laughs> a test-taking strategy I need to know? <laughs> and honestly, it was such a, a powerful experience to see the work that we did together. And in the next attempt, the student passed. Yay. Yeah, it was really miraculous after really, you know, so, you know, when you asked what got me into it, again, it was an invitation. And when I look back at it, it wasn't just an invitation to help a student, but for me, it was also an invitation to do something I hadn't done before. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pressure on the student, but also on the person helping them. You want them to pass too. Yes. <laughs> you to get attached to that outcome and to feel like, man, if they don't pass, what is that, you know? As, a, as the tutor or instructor, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of pressure if you want to carry it. And I think at some point I got the privilege also of being able to say, okay, God, help. Uh, <laughs> We're going to do the work and we also get the privilege of trusting you to help us. And it's not a crutch. It's not an excuse either. It's just if you're going to do an entire system that works, why not include like a higher power who's happy to help you like right <laughs> wouldn't that make like for the best most effective system so in my mind that is so that's how I got introduced and I guess I've also talked a little bit about what got developed in that experience and so I just have such a clarity now about what system works mm-hmm. and coaching is a huge part of that and if a student wants you know being able to integrate faith makes a big impact they don't want that. There's other avenues and ways to connect with what will help a student to be successful. But I, I'm really excited about the realities that there's so many ways to help a student create their success and to really reframe the language around the entire process. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think the real impact comes in. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many things I want to comment on with what you just <laughs> Because this is why we connected. <laughs> we, yes. <laughs> we see the same things in the nursing students and where they need help and where the most where where most of the types of help that are available out there, like the those popular NCLEX content review courses that shall not be named right now, are are falling short. Where they're falling short. You know, they stir up the anxiety of you need to know all these things, which gets already stirred up by a lot of instructors in nursing school, you have to know everything in the textbook, you know? Um, But that's not like the core thing that's going to help them get through. And it's also been my observation that, uh, you know, over the, my 14 years as experience as a professional nurse, that, yeah, that, that the number one quality I look for in students who are going to go on to be successful is that perseverance. It's that attitude, like exactly what you said, it's that attitude of I'm going to do what it takes, even if, uh, you know, I fail one or two or three or more times, it just means I don't have the skills I need yet. And I'm going to go out and keep looking and asking for those skills until I finally get the skills I need. And then I'm going to be successful and you can be an amazing nurse that way. Um, One of my stories of helping a student pass NCLEX um, is actually, it's my other, I have another friend and colleague, uh, Nurse Jen, who she does, she um, co-hosts my monthly mentorship sessions in my VIP tutoring membership. She was my tutoring student five years ago and came to me because she had failed NCLEX. Um, I was pregnant (laughs) with baby number four at the time. So I wasn't taking on tutoring students. This was before I had the membership. I was only doing one and one tutoring then. And so I was like, no, I can't. I'm about to give birth. I'm like, come back and ask me in the fall if you still need help. And she did. And she just would not take no for an answer. Like she kept coming at me (laughs) and 
<laughs> and finally I was like, okay, I'll tutor you. I'll figure out how to do it. And, uh, and, and she, you know, we worked together and, um, and, and she was able to successfully pass. And now she's been a nurse for five years. And, and I always tell people like, it makes me laugh because when, um, I was talking to her earlier this year, I was like, how many times was it that you took NCLEX? Because I couldn't remember. And she's like, I don't remember either. It was more than two. <laughs> and I'm like, you can't even remember. She's like, no, just kind of goes. It feels, yeah. It feels like such a big thing. And it is when you're going through it, but once you get past it, God opens up a whole new world. <laughs> and I think that's a huge reward in terms of getting to help, get to help a person get the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Like to continue yeah. on, and on that's the journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then also being—I call it outcome independent because that is a, such a hard thing as a teacher and a tutor. Also, is that we get so invested in our students, especially when we work with them on like more personal levels. Because um, I've worked with students. I'm sure you've worked with some students too who have not done the work that was asked of them or um, have not followed through with the advice they've been given. And I've seen um, a lot of those students continue to struggle um, and maybe they come back to me for help. Maybe they don't, but some, I've, I mean, I could tell a few stories. I've gotten better over the years at identifying the students that um, are going to do that. <laughs> so, you know, you, you kind of see the cues, and it makes me so sad, but it's just like, you're not, you're not ready for this yet. You know, those kinds of students that, but a lot of it is they don't have the perseverance, I think. Yeah. I think perseverance is one piece. I also think they all have other really deep rooted thoughts. They haven't. Mm, that's true. An awareness that they're not pre- like, they're just not mindful of yet. Mm-hmm. And when that, you know, emotional intelligence is such a huge thing. Um, and in the nursing world, I don't know that we talk about emotional intelligence. Emotional Not enough. <laughs> no. Yeah. Um, oh, hold on. It muted you. Whether we're talking about a professor or a student, um, the ability to understand oneself mm-hmm. is critical to like life. <laughs> so I've also found students who are willing to do the uncomfortable sometimes work of not confronting but allowing themselves to see themselves Mm -hmm. they're able to make a lot of progress and it's not just academic progress the thing I I, I've really come to understand about students and student success is it's easy to become linear or to be unifocused meaning to think it's one thing like oh the student just doesn't study effectively or maybe it's a couple things they don't study effectively and they don't read the book yeah no a student is a whole person so true. There's so many facets to a person. If we think of even just a snapshot of time, in any given moment, what's happening? There's what am I thinking about? How am I feeling? What's the temperature? Uh, what did I have for lunch? Like, and all of that can happen in a 10 second span. So imagine we're talking about a life, a whole life that's happening. And something I've really been seeing, especially since the pandemic, in discussions about student success and um how to help students to be effective in school is having an honesty about what is a student's life like? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have students who, you know, during the pandemic, there's also a lot of racial crisis. So oh, yeah. we have students who come to school and 
or who are preparing for an NCLEX and their world socially, there's a lot of um, distress. Yeah. Or maybe they didn't have power and they're sitting in their car because that's the only place that could get a light. You know, so there's no way to ignore the other dynamics of what makes a life and expect to have just person like I'm not disowning perseverance. I'm saying I think sometimes our culture like tells people just power through the pain. Oh, yeah. It doesn't work. Doesn't work. <laughs> it no. Doesn't work. You can't power through anything like that. That is not like a but when we all become a little bit more aware of what is happening in a person what is the dynamics around their life and if they're willing to take a critical look at those things and and sort it out get it sorted out up clarified they can they can create almost like an opening for themselves Mm -hmm. to finally see their way to studying effectively yeah no that makes study when it's muddy yes that makes so much sense and giving giving themselves some grace to recognize that certain barriers that are in their way have been interfering, but then just looking and say, what can they realistically do given their situation? And I think that's where the perseverance comes in, where they're yeah. determined to not have the concept just of, I need to power through, but they're determined to know I'm going to make my life actually work. If this yeah. is a life that's not working, yeah. I'm going to do the work to make my life functional so that I can be functional like it's a it's and it happens even in nursing we're so unbalanced the typical nurse did you have lunch today what what day is it (laughs) in the bathroom you mean before I left the house (laughs) yeah we're so unbalanced self-care is like one of those pretty words oh that's for the people who go to the spa like no we're trying to change yeah (laughs) yeah we perpetuated in nursing school too like you just find a way well okay Mm-hmm. So things I'll tell students is like, okay, in your process of studying, I don't want to know about your studying yet. It doesn't, I don't, I want to know things like, you know, and I'm not trying to pry into students' business. You want to you know, protect their privacy and I'm not their therapist. So nothing right. I say also, by the way, is meant to be therapy here <laughs> or anything like that. I'm just, you know, just talking about General uh, components of success. Yeah. yeah. But, but I, I encourage students to really take a, a look at their life because mm-hmm. I know that that's what works. I see it time and time again. My students are willing to go there and to just take the coaching. Like, hey, academics doesn't work if your life doesn't work. Yes. So if you have physical illness, go get that handled. Mm -hmm. If you have mental illness, and I cannot tell you how often that is a a major issue for my students. And I'm not just talking even to students like in the academic world, talking clients, students anywhere. How often I'll see like, just in the world, anywhere I go, wherever I am, mental health is a, you know, a, a big part of conversation. Yeah. I'm not even just trying to narrow it down to one population, but, you know, go get that handled. Go see a counselor if you need to. If you, you know, if you don't actually sleep, get figure that out. Go to sleep. Sleep, <laughs> yes, it's important. Yeah. If you don't play, like, what's that about? Like, so anyway, I could get lost in that. I don't want to get too far lost in that, but no, that's, that's what I've honestly found. Those are the ways that students get to be truly successful. It's not that just let me power down on the grind more. It's no, yeah. let me get my life to work. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm totally on board with you, but when I say perseverance, I think for me, it's more of a mindset issue. Yeah. Like no matter how long it takes in terms, like maybe I have to be patient. Maybe I have to work through some of these other issues in my life first before I 
you know, look at my study habits. Or I agree with the word. I, I wasn't, I, this yeah. I said, be careful that I don't sound like I'm shooting down the word. Yeah. Said, no, that's right. Because it, it can mean different things to different people. So that's really yeah. good. Everything is so nuanced. It's good to have a larger discussion about it so that yeah. we make sure we're we talking context. Yeah, for sure. For yeah. sure. So one of the reasons I wanted to have you on today too, is because we're working on this NCLEX RN coaching program. That is a combination of some things that I do in my VIP tutoring membership and the system that you've developed to help NCLEX uh, students, uh, anybody who can take, who needs to take NCLEX, but especially those students who have failed previously and are looking to retake and to um, see some improvements. So what, we've talked a little bit about this, I feel like, but what is it really that makes the biggest difference between what your program does and what like these traditional NCLEX prep courses that everybody feels like they have to take when they graduate does? I would say, honestly, the, the heart of the difference is creating a system that is holistic and that is multifaceted. As I've been saying, there's no way for me to only look at a student's how they answer a question because they could be not even seeing the question on the screen in front of them because of all the other clutter in their world, their mind, their life. Um, so it's, it's being willing to, for the student, on the student's part, the big difference is being willing to really immersively engage in a system that's completely different. Yeah. And then accept coaching. Coaching is a completely different experience for students. It's more akin to mentorship in some ways. I think the language and the academic world can relate more to the mentorship, but it's not quite being a mentor either. Coaching is almost that fierce, I will not, I, more that, not fierce, more like it's supportive, but it's also that determined, I'm going to give it to you straight. And I am willing to commit to participating in your success. And I'm going to invite you constantly to push yourself to commit and to show up as a committed person to your success. And that kind of, anybody who's ever been in athletics can probably relate to that. Mm -hmm. You might not like the coach who's not lovey-dovey and sweet. Like you might secretly hate them, but (laughs) 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 they might also be the one who helps you to find your talent that you didn't know you had. So, you know, in the athletic where people appreciate a coach who is honest and fair and thoughtful and considerate and supportive and is committed to, I'm here to help you become a great athlete, not to be your friend, not to be your mom. I'm here committed to what you're committed to. So if this is the world and the life you want, I'm here for it. And I will stand by you every step of the way. And when people get that, that real clear conceptualization at home, this is not a person like, you You know, you go to your friends and they're the ones who'll agree with you that, yeah, studying for the NCLEX is just the worst. You don't go to your coach with that. We'll <laughs> <No. laughs> be like, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> yeah, this is what you're here for. Like, are you here for that or not? Like, tell yeah, me what it is you're want, doing. Right? Yeah, you're, that's not what you want then. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so it's, it's that, and a, it's, that is a, a key difference. When you go to a, a, a mainstream course, they're there to teach you how to read questions, how to review content. And as I've said over and over, it doesn't work when your whole life isn't working. Right. 
So it's just like, and back to athletics, if you're doing a sport and your body isn't working, well, it doesn't work. (laughs) So you got to get your body to work so that you can do the sport. (laughs) Like it just doesn't. So the whole system has to be in synchrony and the whole system has to be treated with a lot of respect. So it's, that's, those are some of the fundamental differences. It is, you know, the program that we're, you know, we're embarking on. That's what, you know, that's what I'm bringing to the table. And I talk about creating a system. It's having a coach and then also having resources like the IP tutor. Um, you can correct me if I'm saying the, oh, no, the IP tutoring membership, yeah. Right. <laughs> the tutoring membership, creating an entire system with layers mm-hmm. that, respond effectively to a student's level of commitment right so if they're committed to going all the way so are we yeah if you're not committed to going all the way i'm still committed to going all the way <laughs> <laughs> so so we'll show up until they tell you to quit <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm here for it all the way yeah. <laughs> so yeah. that's what you know that's what this program will bring to the table and some students will have the emotional intelligence to recognize I need this. This is actually what it is I need because I know my content. How am I not passing? Right. And I hear that a lot from students who come to me. Yeah. Even my professor says that I, I seem to know my content when I come and talk to her in office. Yeah. They can't figure out why I'm not doing well on the tests. Right. Mm-hmm. And the expertise that, you know, I'm bringing to the table and what we're offering in our program is we are professionals who understand this world, who yeah. understand the nursing world, understand the testing life. And I mean, I'm immersed in that all day. So I have also sensitivity to students. And so getting, you know, a lot of times when you go to another program, it may not be a nurse. It might be a nurse who's teaching you, but it might not be a professor who understands the needs of a student. Mm -hmm. And it might not even be someone who, it might be someone who had a different degree in a different world and understands to teach you how the science of it. Yeah. It might not, you know, like if you go, you know, I think you understand what I'm referring to. They can teach you content and they teach it excellently. Like you can be a content expert and not necessarily understand all the other factors. Right. How to think like a success, how to think like a nurse and then how the world of a nursing student and the, you know, like when you can resonate with that life and that world, it really gives you an extra edge on being able to support them effectively. Yeah. So it sounds like it sounds like one big difference is that this program is a lot more personal than oh, very much. So mm-hmm. it's almost it's necessary to be. There's no generic. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Create a system that works for an individual. It has to be very personalized. Yeah. And, you know, something, you know, I think you've also really supported my understanding of is it can only get as much out of, a student can only get as much out of a program as they're willing to put in. And that includes being able to own their process. And that's something I've always believed that, but in discussions with you, I think I've really gotten to see other levels of how that can show up for students. So in the program that we're offering, students will be challenged to really show up for themselves. Like we'll, you know, we'll create a personalized experience and I will definitely coach students and they'll be given the opportunity to go do the work and to find how else can I make the system work for me? Right. How else can I create a lifestyle that works for me when it comes to preparing for this exam? And hopefully they'll take way more out of the experience than just how do I pass a test? Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah and then rich kind of experience it really is and they're not going to be on their own to do it it's not like here's the materials good luck (laughs) it's customer service if you have a concern (laughs) just wait on hold for an hour it's okay (laughs) oh actually we're closed on the weekends (laughs) no it's it's they're going to be supported by nursing experts who are nursing student experts (laughs) and and really a whole community because you know, not only do they get the personal side of things with the coaching from you and the support from me, but there's a whole community of students in the VIP tutoring membership that they also get to connect with. That's powerful. There's a lot of power in community. Mm-hmm. There definitely is. So um, we need to wrap up, but before we wrap up, I wanted to ask you one final question. What is one, like, what would be your best one piece of advice that you would give to a student who is sitting here listening to this and they're in that position where they have failed NCLEX one, maybe more times, and they're wondering, what should I do now? I think the biggest thing I could tell a student would be to make it really simple. What is it that you actually need? Ask yourself that question and be honest. What is it you really need? Not what can I afford and not how long will it take and not who's going to watch my kids. No, no, no. What do I actually need? And when you come to that answer, and if it's I need someone to walk me through this, then I think we'd be a great place for them to start. But genuinely in their life, ask that honest question, what is it that I really need? And then be willing to invest in yourself getting what you really need. Mm-hmm. You might not see exactly how yet, but enter into the conversation and be willing to start the process. You might be surprised what God opens up for you. If you don't believe in God, you might be surprised what happens for you just by being willing to create that space for yourself to get what you need. You know, the NCLEX doesn't have to be this hard, impossible thing. Mm-hmm. It could just be a part of a student's life that they have the opportunity to get supported in achieving what they want. That's simple, just keep it super simple. What is it that I need? Mm-hmm. And then take the next step to get it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a hard, impossible, painful, I can't do this. I don't have enough to, you know, resources to help me. Just do the next step mm-hmm. in getting what you actually need. Hopefully that was clear the way. Oh, it was. I think that's great because um, I have this concept I always talk to students about called spaghetti brain. And I feel like, I feel like most people understand what I mean when I say that, especially in nursing school. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I feel like when, when you have all of these different challenges in your life and you're struggling because you haven't passed on clicks and things like that, you do have a lot of spaghetti brain because there's a lot of things floating around in your head. And I think your advice to just clear out the spaghetti, pull out that one noodle question and say, what is it I really need? Forget about the rest of the spaghetti pot for a minute and just figure out what you really need. Because once you can clarify that, once you can honestly answer that question, then it's going to be easier to solve the rest of it. The, like the next question of how do I go after and get this that I, I, I know that I need. Absolutely. And if I could add a small caveat, if a student really is like, I can't answer that question, I don't have enough clarity, then that's what you need. You need someone to help you answer the question, whether it's a coach or, you know, who else, what are the resources you have in your world to help you answer that question? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what you need. 
No, that's such a good point. And so I think this is a good time for me to mention too that. Uh, so we've been talking about this NCLEX uh, coaching program and um, we have an application for it available. So if you're listening to this podcast and you want to learn more about it, no commitments, but just like learn more about it and see if it would be a good fit for you. See if this is the next step for you. If this is what you think it might be what you need, or if you're not sure and you need more clarity, then I would really encourage you to uh, go to the show notes for today's episode and you'll find the link there if if it's still available because there's limited seats right now. Um, But you can check and see if it's available. And if so, you can fill out the application. And uh, Lakeisha and I review all the applications ourselves. And we're going to see if it sounds like you're a good fit then we're going to set up a one-on-one tutoring consult with you. Um, And this is going to be just assess still no commitments and it's free. Okay. Fill out the application and you're going to get to talk to us and we will help you get clarity. And we'll be honest. If we think this program is a good fit for you, um, we'll be honest about, you know, we'll answer your questions about it get a little more information about your situation and help you figure out what your next best step is going to be to achieving your dream of passing in class and becoming a nurse. Um, so yeah, so, so make sure you check out that link, fill out the application and we will be happy to help you with that on your journey. So, well, thank you so much for speaking with me today, Lakeisha. And thank you for having me. Yeah, and I'm so excited. We're going to be working together more on this NCLEX coaching program together. Me too. <laughs> okay. I know you heard at least one thing today that's going to help you navigate your nursing journey a little bit easier. What was it? I'd love to know. In fact, could you do me a 30-second favor? Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a quick review for the Navigating Nursing School with Your Nursing Tutor podcast to tell me the one valuable thing you learned in today's episode? I would love to connect with you in that way and hear what you have to say. I also have a parting gift for you. Did you know that I specialize in helping nursing students and future nursing students learn the best and most efficient study method for nursing school? It's called the Silver Bullet Study System, and I'll even teach it to you for free. Plus, you can learn all four steps of the system in only 20 minutes. If you're ready to take charge of your own nursing destiny, then go to the show notes page for today's episode, which you can find in the podcast episode description, or you can go to my website at www.yournursingtutor.com. Until next time, good luck on your nursing journey.